You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. All right, guys, we got an exciting show for you. Man, a big Roadkill Nights uh, recap for you and a little WWE SummerSlam recap for you. And I'll tell you what's going on with the big horsepower upgrades on some of Goldberg's cars. Before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about Continental. You know, you guys heard us talk about this before. If you think about all the weird things that you find in cars, not just French fries or melted crayons, things like live snakes, bizarre trinkets, stuff that really makes you wonder about folks. Well, another thing that'll make you wonder, but certainly in a good way, are Continental belts. I bet you didn't know that they're OE and millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. And now Continental has launched their aftermarket multi-V belt with this OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series of belts. These are the serpentine belts that you got pretty much on every car out there now. The Continental belts are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Continental's OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. It's the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. I also want to tell you guys about Dodge. Check out this new deal. Get Dodge Power Dollars with any new car during Dodge Summer Clearance Event. The math is simple. For every horsepower of your new car, you'll get $10 off the price. Peel out in a Dodge SRT Hellcat Red Eye, and you just got $7,970 off. The 797-horsepower Dodge Red Eye, $10 off per horsepower. You can save $7,970. It's a fantastic deal. Hurry into your Dodge dealer for that. All right, let's get started. Great. Now do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But for uh, Roadkill Nights live. Okay, for Roadkill Nights. Right. Hold on, let me start a... Actually, no, just, I'll keep the file. Uh, let me start a new file. Hello, hello. Welcome to CarCast. I am Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, here with Bill Goldberg calling in after a... Oh, man, a very long week, hectic week, and uh, as we're in the studio, jeez, uh, it's uh, we're going to be turning around. You're going to head back over to film some more NCIS Los Angeles, and I'm going to head up to Monterey Car Week. We've got a very busy week up there, so I guess we're both in town for like a, a day, two days. <laughs> You're talking to Bill Goldberg's ghost. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, but um, uh, I, I'm glad we got a chance to just uh, uh, regroup for for just a few minutes here and uh, and see how that everything go how everything went. Um, uh, you guys last week hopefully got to hear our live show from Roadkill Nights. Uh, it was loud. It was hectic. There was lots of drag racing in the background, and and uh, uh, hopefully you could hear it well. I don't know, Chris. You listened to some of it already. It sounded like we've got the interview. I think the interview was good enough that you guys can hear. But there's definitely some racing in the background, so it's going to be a. That's the nature of a live show. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll we'll recap a little bit what happened at Roadkill. Um, but, uh, well, hold on before yeah. we recap, you know, one thing we, we were saying as we were out there and we made mention of this is, uh, how Chris was going to have such a wonderful time in the editing booth. So yeah. let's, uh, let's hear it from him. How did you, did you <laughs> how listen? Did, how did, 
It, it's it's great. You guys are, you guys are fantastic. It's a great show. I think people enjoy the ambiance of of drag racing. Well, because they don't have a choice in now. the background because yeah. it's there. There's nothing we could do about it. Felt like I was there, right yeah. there next yeah. to you guys. I, I, we we tried to like stop talking a little bit while the cars were running, so you can play around with the with the audio a little bit or not to see if you can bring it down a little bit. Or, no, you guys or did a killer cut job. those clips out or something. I don't know. It sounds like you got some work to do, but. But thank you for Chris. Thank you for doing that. Um, I want to hear about. Uh, I want to hear about a little bit of the uh, SummerSlam recap as well. Uh, it 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 seemed great. You looked great. Twitter was blowing up. All the talk was Goldberg, 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 and uh, 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 hopefully you had a good time. Um, let's get into that a little bit. And I think Chris has a little clip, right? Chris has a. A little clip of uh, of that, but first let me uh, let me tell you guys about Geico. Our friends at Geico, we love them over there. You know, everybody's got a to do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk. Now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in fifteen minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. So we went to Roadkill and uh, and they, you know, we did the live show. We toured the place, said hi to everybody. It was a great time. It's good to catch up with people that we don't normally get a chance to see out here. And uh and then we did the drag racing, which we'll get into. But then you had to haul butt over to the airport, catch a plane, and go to SummerSlam. And then, uh, yeah. and that was it. Other than a couple of text messages here and there, how how'd that go? You just you you went out there, you made it. You, you kind of have to have like a little bit of time to like get your head in the game, right? Do you, do you go there? Do you land? Do you, do you get a dinner and then get prepared for Sunday? What's what's the process? You know, man. Uh, <laughs> if you even have time, the issue, to the issue is always time constraint. You know, under the circumstances that we had, uh, we were shoving a whole bunch of shit in a big, in a little tiny thimble. So I <laughs> yeah. mean, you you were you were around for part of the part of the madness, and you know, the fact is is that I've been extremely lucky in my life to be able to be entertained in a number of different arenas, and you know, we had our our kick ass dodge experience. On Saturday, and yep. then uh, I had to uh, put away my earplugs and my uh, my driving shoes, and uh, put on my wrestling boots and my Harbinger gloves, and turn into Goldberg, the professional wrestler. So uh, I mean, it, it, it's <clears throat> I'm I'm a seasoned vet. You know, that's a good way of saying it. As a 52 year old goofball, that still <laughs> seems to be running around in his underwear in front of millions of people from time to time, but. Um, it's, it, you know, I don't know, dude, I don't even know where to begin. This podcast is an hour and I could take up, you know, I could add 23 on top of it and I could talk about this for an entire day. But, um, you know, the fact is, is that it was a pain in the ass. It was a bitch. It was a travel nightmare, but it was made better by the way that I traveled. It was made possible by the way that I traveled, but all things considered, um, it was a, it was an awesome time, man. I mean i i tried to I tried to postpone my preparation of the wrestler until literally the last second because it's such an energy dump that 
if you do it and your timing's off, yeah. <laughs> you know, when that camera hits you, man, and you're not ready to go, it's, it's hard enough to be that green Goldberg, you know, the one that just kind of screams and throws people all over the place. Yeah. As it is at this age. So like the time, like everything's got to be right now. So I, I think I was able to conserve my energy and my excitement and, uh, you know, get as much sleep as I could. I mean, I was averaging, I got three hours sleep twice during that leg, you know, with between NCIS and, you know, I left, you know, in the evening NCIS and then got to Detroit at two, three in the morning. It wasn't like you guys, you know, you flew all night, but yeah. Um, you know, you get four hours sleep, then you got to get up, you got to work out, you got to eat, you know, and then you got to get in the car and drive an hour and go do the kick-ass stuff that we did. But, um, I was, Hey, it's like a dance, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's, whether it's in the ring or Kate, uh, doing our transportation, uh, and seriously taking care of us on the Dodge end, or whether it's you guys getting all the podcast stuff, you know, fine, finely tuned. So everything ran like a well-oiled machine. And fortunately, this isn't our first goat roping. You know, you've done you've done strenuous trips before with Adam. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, we're we're seasoned vets, man. I mean, it was tough, but it was awesome. I uh, to be afforded the opportunities to be sitting in Matt Hagen's car one day, and then you know, sit in the ring at SummerSlam and have you know two or three people at least positively acknowledging that you're there and your performance you know, being a hell of a lot better than the last time that they saw you, you know, because of the person you're in there with and because you didn't knock yourself the hell out. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, um, as much boo hoo and and the little violin playing as I, as I may be throwing out there, man, it was a wonderful experience and it was made, made better by, you know, guys like you and girls like Kate and everybody who helped along the way to make it possible. Because if not, then there's no way I could have done it. Oh, thanks, and, man. I appreciate that. You know, You're right. I was, I, well, it's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, and I, you know, unfortunately, when I had to fly all night and end up at NCIS yesterday at 7 a.m. in the morning, I woke up at 6.37 with no alarm whatsoever and made it to set by 2 after 7 o'clock. So, fortunately, I had pre-planned my, my accommodations to be two miles from the set you know, and strategically placed it there. So, you know, if something happened, then God forbid I was really close. Yeah. But, uh, the toughest, truthfully, the toughest part about the entire weekend was yesterday on set at NCIS. Oh, yeah. I had, I had such adrenaline dumps during the weekend and, you know, then you're, you're, you're on camera with a fine, with a well-oiled machine that's been there for 11 or 14 years or whatever. And, you know, you're a guest star and you're just shooting in there on their terms and their property and they don't care what the hell's going on with you or your sleep deprivation or anything prior to that. So yeah, it was really, that, that was truthfully, that was really hard yesterday. And I found myself a couple times, you know, walking away, trying to cover my mic up, inventing <laughs> some new curse words <laughs> and looking for people to strangle. But it, it was tough, man. It yeah. was tough. That was the, that was the tough part, but you know, guys like Dolph, you know, these pros, these younger generation wrestlers out there now, man, he, uh, he did a hell of a job making me look like, uh, you know, part of the Goldberg of old. And, uh, 
it was a, it was a fun trip, man. I wish yeah. that I could have, you know, put everything I had into that damn drag race and maybe you and I could have gone head to head in the finals. Yeah. That um, would have been fun too. But, uh, I like that. But that was, that was part of it. You know, I mean, I had to, you got to look at the positives and negatives. I mean, I, I was trying to, trying to, you know, defend my crown. And there's a lot that, that goes with that as you know, whatever. But if I, if I would have pushed that and stayed a couple hours later, then it would have pushed me getting into Toronto. And man, I just would have felt even worse going into SummerSlam. So, yeah, you know, it's, the, it's biggest, the-, the coolest part about that weekend was that drag race. And that really sucked to have to leave or want to leave. I mean, I could have stayed. Yeah, but it's but, the uncertainty you know. of the schedule that that it would, always makes me nervous. It'd be like, okay, you could stay for the drag race, but we don't know how long it's really going to go for, and then what does that do for the rest of your schedule? It's if if you knew exactly how long it was all going to take, and you never really can tell, then it would be it'd be a little bit different. But um, but uh, but but you represented well, and it didn't, and, and it was freaking awesome. So I mean, just getting the opportunity to go there and do what we did was was killer. So we had a, we had to a answer your high. question in a in an extremely long winded, you know, uh, answer. I mean, I had a great time. It was it was a bear, but uh, you know, a lot of people helped make it happen and, and happen positively. I think. Uh, uh, Chris, do you have the one minute clip? There's a one minute video clip with some audio. We're going to play that, uh, from SummerSlam. Um, and, uh, as far as, uh, uh, Roadkill Nights, thanks to everybody at Roadkill and Motor Trend Group for having us out there. Thanks to Kate Stearns from Dodge Garage and Megan Treach who, uh, helped us out. Uh, their help was invaluable. Um, uh, making sure we got everything done where we needed to go, getting the podcast produced, shuffling us around, and uh, uh, taking care of all of that. So those two are rock stars. We appreciate that. Uh, and uh, here you are back in the ring. We've got this. We've got this one minute clip of uh, you and uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, right when the match starts. And uh, let's just uh, we'll play some audio of this of all what's going. Oh, you just got hit in the jaw. And a kick out by Goldberg. That hurt, by the way. That looked like it hurt. It sounded like it hurts. And uh, boom, number two, kick into the gut. Yeah, Dolph's good. He's selling it, man. He's all energetic. Boom, spear. Cut that man in half. <laughs> He's flopping around a, the ring like a fish out of water. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at you. You look huge. Listen to that crowd. One hundred and thirty pounds. Listen to that crowd. Uh, I I I All right, made that's, that. That's the that clip. was a recording. <laughs> that crowd is going nuts, chanting Goldberg. When you, I know it's like nerve wracking going out there, but when when you stand out, you walk right out of that dressing room. You get on the stage, and they got your fireworks going. You're blasting your music, and your adrenaline's pumping, and that crowd goes nuts. That's got. I, I don't even know how you describe that feeling. There's so many people there, <laughs> and they're going nuts for you. Like there, I, there's just, I mean, I know you so appreciate it through your head. Dude. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't, I mean, I hear it, you know, every time I go out, 
uh, I expect, you know, you have to expect the worst. I expect that, you know, I'm in a town that absolutely hates me and they, you know, the last thing they want to do is see some 52 year old dude out in the ring, but you know, they showed some appreciation and it was definitely, uh, I, I was flabbergasted. It was cool, man. So, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool to do. Um, all right, I want to get into a little bit of this uh, Roadkill Night stuff. Let me tell you guys about Brembo. We love our new friends at Brembo. Well, old friends at Brembo, but uh, new to the podcast. 60 to 0. That's the number we should be paying attention to. Attention to Brembo has been stopping champions on the track as well as drivers like you and me on the street for over 50 years. I've got them. You've got them. We've got them on all of our cars out here now. Brembo is the world leader in braking systems, and they have a new they have this new uh, this new way of, of replacing brake pads on your everyday vehicle even easier. For domestic, Asian, and European models, from subcompact cars to full size pickups, BremboStoreUSA.com is the place to go to buy genuine Brembo OE equivalent repra- replacement brake components. Whether it's UV-coated brake discs, low-dust premium ceramic brake pads, or high-temperature brake fluid, go to BremboStoreUSA.com now to get the brakes, which have been the choice of champions for over 50 years. Even if your car wasn't originally equipped with Brembo brakes, you can still go there, and um, it's almost guaranteed they'll have rotors and pads to fit your vehicle. So don't worry about that. And if you're that chick that hit me a couple weeks ago and rear-ended me, then I'll give you a 10% discount on these things so you don't do it to some other poor soul. There you go. It's funny that you said that because if you use code CARCAST10, you get 10% discount off your first purchase and help achieve that 60 to 0 braking performance you deserve and expect from Brembo. Or if you're sitting at a stoplight and you're coming up on Goldberg's red eye and you don't want to hit him again, Go to BremboStoreUSA.com and get 10% off. Use CarCast10 as the code. <laughs> uh, how's, the, how's the car? You said uh, you got the pictures. You took it to the body shop. They're going to they're gonna fix it up. No, no, no structural damage, just cosmetic no, man, and some zero, pride? Zero. Matter of fact, the thing should be done Friday, man. It's, re- it's been really uh, actually a, a terrific experience for – what it was, uh, these guys definitely turned it around. I had an angel looking over me, no structural, anything, nothing compromised. Uh, these guys just pull her out and paint her up, and bing, bang, boom. Yeah, all right. So for Roadkill, we get out to Roadkill uh, to the event. They did a two-day event this time. I don't have all the stats in it yet because we're in the studio early recording. But uh, they do the uh, ride-and-drive stuff. Uh, Dodge is out there on the drift pad uh, giving people rides. And then uh, then they got the road course, and they're giving people rides. You can get in the Challengers. You can get in the Chargers. By the way, when you left, uh, 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 Tyson and I and, and Megan, we all jumped in one of the Dodge Chargers and went for a ride on the drift pad. Megan's never done it before, and we've got the most hilarious video of her in the front seat just screaming, going, "What? what's going on? What are we doing? Why is this happening? It's just, it's, it is fantastic. It's this great video. And the driver uh, that they had there, he was the nicest guy ever. He gets in, and, and they're like, this is your first time? Tyson and I are in the back going, nah, I've done it a million times. And she's like, yeah, it's my first time. And he's like, my job is just to make you a safe and happy as possible and then he just starts tearing up uh it, it is fantastic so it was great to get a ride along with with that 
Uh, and I think f- Friday they did sort of a half day or something like that. They did over a thousand rides uh, there, and I think they're going to do over ten thousand rides over the course of the weekend between the two courses. Uh, just awesome, constantly, and they said every two hours on that drift pad they got to change all the tires out again. Every two hours, oh, yeah. they said I don't know how many miles twenty thousand miles you get on tires like that, and they got to change them out every two hours. Um, and, how can and, you do that? What, what other manufacturer does that? Oh my god, they they had so many cars so out there, cars. and they did a great <laughs> little bit. They had the Challenger out there doing some drifting, and then every once in a while they brought out the Dodge Charger police car, and they lit up the lights and they they would chase the first car they would chase the guy doing yeah. doing the drifting with people in it so that was a fun event um we got to hook up with our friend uh jordan who's the ceo of m1 concourse and we toured the facility we got to see firsthand all the the cool uh condo garages that they had when he called in and told us about it it was nice to kind of go there and see how they have it set up and by the way just a lot of inspiration for us on future garage ideas <laughs> and car storage ideas and bar ideas uh all kinds of fun stuff like that cuz uh, we're always looking to grow and expand um so that was fun um we got to do the podcast. Uh, if you guys heard it last week, great. If you didn't get a chance to hear it last week, go back and listen to the show. We had our friend David Freiberger on the show. Freiberger has been uh, uh, in the publishing world, I want to say, since 91. Uh, started at Peterson Publishing. He's worked on every magazine out there pretty much. Um, uh, really uh, became well-known with the Hot Rod Magazine brand. And then he started Roadkill. He started doing the show. And uh, – and that kind of took off, and it built this 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 other brand for them. They have this great hot rod brand, and the big, I guess, the flagship brands for them now are, are the Motor Trend brand, Hot Rod, and Roadkill. And he pretty much created all of that. And Mike Finnegan is his co host on the on the show, but uh, uh, but a lot of this just came from uh, from Freiberger, and he's going to tell you a little bit about that story as well. And we're going to have to. We just kind of ran out of time with him, so we got to talk a little bit about Roadkill and and the event, but we didn't get a chance to really get into. Oh man, just like the cars that he has and the cars that he's building and the, his collection of stuff and and uh, and whatnot. And uh, so we'll have to have him come back in uh, into the studio or call in and give us some updates on that. But uh, what a fun interview with him! It was great to catch up with him. And then he texted me the next day and he's like, "Hey man." Just wanted you to know that was super fun. I loved it, appreciated it, and you guys were great. And uh, he said, we've got to do it again. And I said, absolutely. Um, you can see all of this stuff, by the way, uh, all the Roadkill Night stuff. Watch Roadkill on the Motor Trend app. It's the Motor Trend streaming service. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on the website. You can get it on some of the smart apps on your on your TV and you can watch the Motor Trend stuff. So we definitely want to shout out to those guys because they were great. Um, and then we had uh, Mark Trosel. We love Mark. Mark's been on the show before. Uh, he was with us at Roadkill uh, last year as well. And then uh, we got to connect with him at uh, Speed Fest when you and I went to Pomona and, and did some drag racing there. Um, also hooked up with the Speedcore guys out there. Mark Trosel is the head of design for Dodge and SRT. Uh, so the, uh, these these wide body cars and all this fun stuff that you're seeing is coming out of uh, his team. Uh, so we got a nice conversation with him. And by the way, uh, 
Follow him. He's got a great Instagram account. I think it's Trostle Mark. T-R-O-S-T-L-E Mark is his Instagram account. So follow him, and hopefully you guys enjoyed that part of the podcast as well. Uh, then there was the drag racing. So they uh, they 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 stepped up their game. I, I don't know. There was only like six or seven people last year in the drag racing. This year was 16 people. And they broke us into teams of two. Uh, I was teamed up with uh, Kev Dog from Bitch and Rides. Um, uh, I've met him a few times. Seems like a, a, a nice uh, guy, and we had a great time out there. Um, but just being that we're not even in the same area, uh, you know, geographically, I just don't know him that well. Um, like I said, met him a few times. I don't times. think you're in the same area anywhere else either. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, that's um, for a later date. And uh, and I think you, your Finnegan, Mike Finnegan, was your teammate initially. And uh, because you had to catch a plane, you needed to get out there first and set up the drag racing. Um, I don't recall all of the teams. Of course, our friends Christy Lee and Bogey from All Girls Garage, they were all there, and uh, and the Bitch and Rides guys were there, and Lou Santiago was there, and and a few other people. Um, I think David Freiberger was teamed up with Leah Pritchett. Um, that's a that's a formidable team when it comes to drag that racing, was, for sure. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, and uh, and we love Dave, and we love we love Leah, and Matt Hagen was there. I forgot who was on his team, um, but they this time. So last year we ran Dodge Challenger Hellcats, and this year we had Dodge Challenger thirteen twenties. And I'm sure if you ask Dodge, they're going to say, but this is the new hotness. This is the new car we've got out. This is, it's like a Dodge Demon without the motor. It's got all the drag racing set up. But if you want to do the naturally aspirated version, one, the car is more affordable. And two, you can do your own mods for it if you want. So I like the 1320. It's a cool car. It's fun to race. You and I race them at Spring Fest as well. Those are the same cars. So my. Yeah, did, you, did you feel more comfortable considering you'd done it at least? To, no, we only did one run, didn't we? We only did one or run two. at Springfest, and then uh, yeah. and then the run here. So I, you know, again, I like a little bit more uh, uh, a little bit more seat time in the car. I, I was fine driving this car. Like I felt like I was, and it was just a little bit easier to get traction in this car. And I think overall, knock on wood, it made it safer for everybody <laughs> after last year's. Uh, after last year's attempt. <laughs> yeah, we saw a lot of guys, hey, you know, prior to that race, we saw a lot of people getting getting out of whack, you know, getting out oh, of yeah. the line, getting loose. That there was um, the guy there, in the Mustang. Was, they did they did resurface it, didn't they say? Oh, you know what? I I don't recall. I think you were telling me that. Yeah. Somebody else mentioned that. And look, as far as the rest of the drag racing went, fantastic weather, no rain. And by the time we got out there at the end of the day, it was good. It was good weather. And there was a lot of rubber down on that drag strip. And yeah. that just made it great yeah. for us and safe for us. Um, but the Which guys. Was different than last year, man. Cause yes. I, that's the big difference that I saw is, you know, because I. Man, I, I had so many things going through my head, but I really, I do remember uh, there was a lot more rubber laid down, so I felt a hell of a lot safer than last year. Yeah, and, and, and the cars hooked up more, and so you know it was a good run. And then you and I watched some of the drags while we were doing the podcast, and we saw cars line up. We saw demons up there and all kinds of crazy muscle cars. We saw oh, we saw the the 
the blacked out, the murdered out Nissan GTR. That thing scooted, man. That thing was fast. Uh, yeah. That GTR hauled ass. And um, and then the guy in the Mustang, he had like a like a new edge Mustang, and it was really set up for 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 drag racing. And the car ran really hard. But and how about uh, the one that went through the fence? That's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. He yeah. his chute didn't open, and he smoked his brakes. And he turned at the last minute to to not hit the wall, and went through the fence through the through the you know the, just the, the the what do you call it just a temporary pop up fence that they have there. Um, but the problem was is is the fence had like the green cloth on it, so you couldn't see through the other side. And uh, uh, one of our uh, one of our friends on 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 Facebook and, uh, and social media that follows the show here, he was four feet away six feet away on the other side of that fence and he's just standing there and all of a sudden a mustang comes flying through and i know you guys are gonna have all these crazy mustang memes but uh uh uh, but he's okay the driver's okay he was scared that he was gonna hurt somebody uh clearly not his fault how could you have how could you have seen through that and i mean they had to have kept people out of that area knowing you know, that these things were going, were happening at that time. So it had to be, I mean, it wasn't an off area, an off limits area. No, it was, everything was, everything was on the up and up and the driver was fine. Uh, It was just, just the chute didn't open and, and, you know, he got on the brakes. He's, you know, he's running the big slicks in the back, the skinnies in the front. I mean, you you could put all the braking power you want, but those skinnies are only going to get so much traction in the front. Those little pizza cutters, you know, they're four and a half inches wide there's, you know, and that car was hauling butt. There's not a lot of runoff at that track, too. So he did everything he could. Now, the guy he was racing, I forgot what it was, but I think it was like a white Challenger Demon. And uh, and he finished it and got on the brakes hard because he saw the Mustang needed some room. Uh, so he did a good job as well. What you missed was during our race, um, all the guys from Discovery Channel, Motor Trend, and all that stuff in the Motor Trend app. Um, I forgot which guy it was, but he was like almost did like a burnout through the hole. He just couldn't get traction, and I don't know he's been doing this before, um, the racing before, and just kind of burn out the whole way. And then at the end, the car got squirrely, and I looked like he was going to dart over to the other side and hit the other car, but somehow he avoided. Uh, everything. I think he just got on the brakes hard at the end and and saved it. But everyone was looking, going, "Oh no, we're going to be down a car. Someone's going to get hurt. We don't want to see that happen." But uh, uh, I forgot who it was um, uh, that was doing it because the 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 racing they were trying to keep flowing very quickly. But uh, it was it was a little hectic to see that toward the end. But uh, everybody came out alive, uh, which was good. Nobody got hurt. None of the cars got hurt. Um, so I did. So I, here, let's, let's yeah. set the stage. The stage was the, in the first round, <laughs> excuse me, uh, uh, Finnegan and I mm-hmm. were set up against Leah or Finnegan was set up against Leah. And I figured, which is the smartest thing in the world, that if you're going to get beat by anybody, you get beat by, you know, the person who's a professional at what, <laughs> at what right. we're doing and who drives the fastest car. So I I pushed him to the side, <laughs> got in there, and I, it, I didn't tank her by any by any stretch. But nine times out of ten, she's going to beat you, right? And so I gave it pretty much everything I had. I gave it everything I had. She beat me out of the hole. 
And yeah. I just did what I did last year, and I didn't use anything, any traction. I didn't use the paddle shifters. I just did what I did. And I was fully fine, and I felt great after she kicked my ass because I could get out and, and go. But then I handed over, you know, the baton, the car cast baton to you. Yes, sir. And I don't know what happened after that because my ass was gone. Yeah. So here's the microphone. You tell me what happened after that. So the way it worked was there was not two rounds of eliminations, one round of eliminations. So when Leah uh, took the win over you, that bumped Finnegan out. He didn't even get to get in the car. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just I'm one, sorry, Finnegan. <laughs> one round of elimination. So, oh, my uh, God, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the teams... Well, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, I don't know if it would have made much of a difference. I'm Finnegan's, saying, Finnegan's I great. By, I, didn't, I didn't feel bad before because I thought the only one that I was going to hurt was my pride. And I guess I took I, one for the team, I, literally. I, look, that's how the, I talked to Dave Kindig afterward as well. And he's like, oh, this racing was fun. It's my first time doing this. He goes, I wish I would have liked to... He's like, I would have liked to have been in the car. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? You didn't drive? He's like, no, because my partner got bumped in the first round, too. So he didn't even get to drive. And Finnegan didn't get to drive. So, you know, it's a fun competition, but, you know, they're filming, you know, Roadkill and Motor Trend or whatever. So, you know, there's a timing issue and and stuff. So um, I went, uh, I got in the car first and I raced. Uh, jeez, that's a good question. I think I went up. So you only had two races. Yeah. So what happened was, is I went in to the first race. Um, after you went, I was the next car. So I got in the car and, uh, I raced, uh, I don't think I, I raced bogey. I think I, yeah, maybe I did race bogey. I raced bogey. I think. It was a a memorable race. I, I see. And, uh. And I, I didn't won know that. Half those people anyway. Yeah. So I won. I won. I went out first, and uh, after you, then I went out and I won that match. Um, came back in, and uh, they did a f- couple more rounds of cars, and then Kev Dog went in and he raced. Um, forgive me, I forgot the girl's name. She's the new girl on All Girls Garage. It's Christy Lee and Bogey, um, and there's the new girl. Um, uh, I just met her at the event for the first time. She seemed lovely. And uh, uh, now I don't think Kev has ever drag raced, and I don't think she has ever drag raced. So it was sort of a fair matchup, and he won that matchup. Um, so he kept us, he kept our little two man team in the running. And then, Thank uh, God. wow. And then uh, uh, David Freiberger won his matchup, and he's partnered with Leah Pritchett. And then, it came down to the final, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're in the final. And Kev was like, why don't you run it? I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, so I went up against Leah Pritchett. Oh, so you guys final. had a choice Well, I, I th- at, that, at that point. He, he was like, it's your turn anyway, and we were like, okay. Yeah. It was kind of like uh, – and there was only two cars left, but there's two teams. So the teams could have been David Freiberger or Leah Pritchett driving – versus me or Kev dog driving and yeah. and and we 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 chose uh David chose Leo Pritchett <laughs> smart move well, yeah and, and uh, you chose you and for and, sure. and, no, and I was like experience I was like yeah. all right I got a few more you know shots at this than 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 he did I guess and uh and I was up and it was great now I know you guys are going to watch the roadkill episode and you're going to give me shit and say hey what's with the crappy burnout this is my theory on the burnout, okay, is 
I, I get the big smoky burnouts and stuff, and it looks good, and you're trying to get some heat in the tires. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong about the dot, the, 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 the street legal uh, or the dot legal drag radials, but street tires for me have always sort of my always thought was street tires need a little, you know, get warm, but street tires get slick when they get hot and racing tires get kind of grippy when they get hot, you know, to a point, but, uh, but they get grippy when they're hot. So my strategy was, uh, I'm going to drive through the water box and I'm just going to blip the tires enough to get the water off of them because my, we, they were running these cars back to back, back to back, back to back. So I'm thinking to myself, the tires are already warm and there's tons of rubber down on the track. So I just want to, I don't want to make them any more slick than they need to be. So I go through the water box. I just chirp the tires a little bit to get the water off. And then I'm it. That's it. I'm done. And I'm just trying to, I'm going to left foot break and I'm going to get on the gas a little bit. And I'm just going to try to, I'm going to tap the throttle quickly, like quarter throttle to get the car moving and then roll in as naturally as fast as I can to do it. And that worked in the first round. I think it was bogey. Again, I ran. I I I, I got the whole shot. I, I got her off the line and rolled into it quick enough that to keep the nose of the car in front of hers. And then I was consistent and pulled away a little bit more. So that strategy worked for me in the first run. Um, but then we get up there and it's uh, – it's me versus Leah Pritchett, and I do my strategy, and I'm just distracted, and I'm kind of gimmicky, like I'm giving her like the stink eye, and I'm like, look at me, look at you. And then, you know, arms are up, arms are down, and she trees the hell out of me. She's such a professional. Like, oh, and, yeah. and, and listen, and by time I even got my foot onto the gas, she was she was half a car in front of me. She's so quick off the line, and this is why she's as great as she is. Um, and that's it. And we ran it, and there was no way for me to catch up. She was just on it the whole time, and uh, and I, I forgot it was probably a car length, probably a good car length. It was a great run. Um, and then we we went back in, and I was like, you know, congratulations. And uh, they did sort of the post race uh, interview, and I was like, hey man. I'm with you, Goldberg. I was like, if you're going to get beat by anybody out here, there's nobody better. There's nobody more charming. There's nobody more competitive than getting beat by Leah Pritchett. Like, this is the greatest day of my life, getting beat by her top fuel yeah. driver. I was like, Absolutely. I'll take that any day of the week. Right? So, you can't lose uh, man. Right. So it was, it was exciting to do. Um, it was a great event. Uh, uh, again, thanks to Dodge and everybody for, for having us out there and everybody at Roadkill. And uh, and rightfully so. I mean, look, I'm not saying. She, I tell you what, man, she was gunning for my ass. No oh my gosh, <laughs> she was, I was competitive. Like, what the hell did I do? I, she, did I beat? Did, I mean, Jesus. Oh yeah, she so. did not. After last year, she did not want to uh, to to go home without the title on this one. So she was fantastic. And by the way, since last year, I'm pretty sure I've seen her driving the challengers and racing them drag racing at all sorts of events like getting a lot of seat time not just in that top fuel oh, car think? oh my yeah. gosh she's oh. been uh she's been out there doing that stuff um i'm not saying dodge would have been pissed and kind of ruined their mojo if i beat leah pritchett at this event um and i certainly went as 
all I went a hundred percent at this thing because I it thought it'd be funny if I beat Leah Pritchett, but I'm pretty sure the optics on this are way better than she won. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Than, than, uh, than I don't maybe. think they'd be happy if the mayor of Muscleville beat. Oh my God! Listen, state, listen. Let alone you. You and so, I have um, gone to this event twice. You brought the title home last year. We brought the number two slot sub, slot home this year. I'm, I'm good with that. So far, these yeah. statistics are in our favor, right? I think, no doubt. I think we're good. All right. Listen, guys, uh, tell you about Dodge. Summertime is the best time to join the Brotherhood of Muscle because Dodge Power Dollars means you get a guaranteed discount. The math is simple. You get $10 off based on the total horsepower of the new vehicle during Dodge Summer Clearance event. You get $10 off per uh, horsepower, I guess. So uh, you, you, the more horsepower you buy, the more of a discount you get. You're going to buy 707 horsepower, you get 7070 bucks off. That's the deal. So you want a good discount. I love that. Oh, my gosh. If you, if you go out there and you buy yourself a new Dodge SRT Hellcat Red Eye, 7000 $970 off because it's got 797 horsepower. It's $10 off per horsepower. I love this. I love this idea. The more horsepower you get, the more the better deal you get. Anyway. Sure. Um, uh, all right. So what else we got? Uh, just a few minutes before we wrap up. You said you had an update. Uh, you got, oh man, you've got the, you've got the Challenger Hellcat wide body that Speedcore did work on the full. And now the engine guy is like, Hey, there's a little bit more here we can do. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's just put a little bigger turbo on it. Oh, the supercharger. From Whipple. Or, excuse me. Yeah. I'm getting them mixed up. Let's put a little bit bigger supercharger on it from Whipple. Let's do the fuel swap. Um, so you're going to do an E85 conversion. E85 on that one conversion. I don't think they're doing the... Did he mention a compression change on that engine? He was talking about the Charger. Yeah, he's talking about the Charger. And we're, we're going to we're gonna talk to the engine builder. I got a chance to meet him uh, uh, in person. You introduced us there, and we got a little nerdy and got into some technical specs. And I said, you know what? You're going to have to call into the show. And we're going to have to get into this. Um, but the wide body... Yeah, Gearhead Fabrications down in Florida. Um, but the but the uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, so he's going to do uh, a Whipple supercharger upgrade on the Hellcat Challenger and yes. an E eighty five. And I, I don't know that he's got the final numbers in, but it's somewhere going to be nine hundred or north of nine hundred horsepower. Is what he's thinking, right? Well, no, it was nine forty one when it went in there. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So then that wasn't enough. So I, I that's why it went in because nine forty one is it pales in comparison to where that car should be. So I gave him a task, and that's what he came up with with that one. So he's got the he's got the car and the the engine there. So he has the entire car there for the charger. The body's up at speed core right now, being wide bodied. And he has the motor for that, and he's prepping it for the twin turbo. All right, so that's the Charger. So the Challenger, he's yeah. doing the Whipple upgrade. And then the Charger you send out, you had the uh, the skinny tire Charger, and uh, uh, and you send that out to get a wide-body treatment um, as well. And then you guys had a conversation and said, well, we've already got the supercharged car, you know, the the Challenger. Let's do something different on the Charger. And that conversation turned into, okay, let's build the motor and let's go with twin turbos. 
on the Charger. And uh, that's fantastic. I love that idea. I don't like being like everybody else. Yeah. Now, we're going to have to get into the details on this um, with with the engine builder because uh, I said, oh, I get it. You're going to rebuild it. You're going to beef it up, the crank, the pistons, the rods, the whole deal, all the ARP bolts, and lower the compression and run a bunch of boost. And he said, everything you said is true except for the lower the compression part. He's like, (laughs) we're actually going to raise the compression a little bit, run it on E85 or racing gas or some whatever, and uh, upgrade the fuel systems and whatnot. And he said, uh, he said we can build a lot of power from that engine with with I don't know. He's going to the stratosphere with compression, um, but probably I don't know what they are stock on the supercharged motors. They're probably nine and a half compression, maybe ten to one compression. I think he's going to go to like eleven or eleven and change, and then turbo it and. Uh, and I don't know, maybe you guys have been throwing around numbers, but I heard whispers of 1,400? Yeah, I think we're going to be coming in around that figure, yeah. I hope. You know, that, that, that's why I don't like saying these things. You know, that's why we got to get him on the show. Yeah, it uh, could be 1,200. Like, it could be 1,200. Yeah, 12, like, to 12 to 1,400. Like, we don't guaranteed. know. And then I, I want to get into the conversation with him a little bit like, is it going to always run on E85 or is there a tune that's like, hey, if you if you have to stop at the pump and do 91, will it just back off a lot of the boost and you drive around at a measly 900? And then when you put the uh, when you put the racing fuel in there or the 85, is it 1200? Like, I, I'm not sure how he's getting it configured. And I, I guess that's his process is he's he's working all of that stuff out and done this before. And that's why we got to get him on the show. But. Oh, but that's going to be exciting. I don't know how that car is going to hook up, but when it does, it's going to be like launching a rocket. you got to get NATO to build some tires for it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, uh, you might want to rethink that all-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, especially since we saw that uh, Nissan GTR hit the track good and that God. thing was skewed. That thing must have been modified as well, but that thing sounded good, and it was fast, man. There was, uh, there was some fun stuff up there. Um all right, and then the last uh, thing we wanted to touch on is we had Mark Warman on recently. We were talking about your truck. He got the engine in, and he's getting it fired up. Our buddy Richard Waitis is going to go up there, and he's going to have to do a custom exhaust for it now. So Richard Waitis from Magnaflow, um, I don't know if you had a chance to, to chat with him or just send in text messages while we've been doing all this traveling and running around, but, uh, but you said he's going up there, right? Yeah, it was um, via text. Man, he's been traveling like a like a madman and we've been doing the same, but um, yeah, I got him involved with the graveyard cars guys a long time ago and they've got a nice fruitful relationship. And Mark sent me a text and asked if Richard want to come up and be on the show and do the exhaust for it. And September 1st, that puppy is closer to uh, finalization so I can get her down here. So that's fantastic. How do you think Richard Waitis travels? Do you think he goes on the plane? He's just got all sorts of, Stainless steel pipes with him. <laughs> he must. I have no idea how he's gonna how he pulls that off. I he, really don't. He he's he's got to sit down and in his head put together like all the things he thinks he needs, and then he has got to have Magnaflow's warehouse down there over by uh, by you their whole facility. They must put together some boxes of stuff, send it up there, and and, uh, and then he just uh, flies up there with welding gear. With That's his, the only way he could do it. And either, then, uh, either that, or then, he has to configure it like two crutches and and, and uh, like use them as crutches going through 
That's it. Security and then dismantle it when he gets there. Hell, I don't know, man. It's a they make these things happen. Yeah. Well, look, you're going to see him again because uh, uh, they're filming all new episodes of Overhauling, and Richard Waitis, I'm sure, is going to be a fixture on that show as well. And I'm sure that's why he's been busy. They've been cranking out shows. Everybody, Chris Jacobs and Chip Foose and uh, AJ, Adrian Janik, they're all uh, doing new seasons of Overhauling. Um, it'll be fun to see that come back. But uh, everybody scrambles when they're doing a show like that, doing a build show. I know Richard Waitis is over there doing exhaust on every one of those cars. Um, all right, guys, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up and, uh, I'm going to, you're going to go and uh, film tomorrow and I'm going to start driving up to uh, Monterey. Lots more. Man, have a great trip. Have a safe trip. And, uh, yeah, you know, I got a couple more days of dealing with that traffic. That's it. Onward and upward. We'll be checking in soon. Thanks brother. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. Of course you can follow us on social media. I'm at motorator pretty much everywhere. Uh, Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter, Goldberg95, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Uh, and that's it. If you like the show, give us a nice little rating on uh, on iTunes and uh, listen on Podcast One as well. We appreciate that. All right, guys, uh, until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. Okay. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.